0: Hello humans! Hello humans! It's January the 11th? Yeah, and it's um, a little after 9 in the morning. Getting a uh, late start because of the weather. I have a lot of chores to do too, so it's gonna be a long morning. My typical um, shopping expedition here is 138.8 miles. My car tells me that. Um, That's round trip (laughs) on all of this stuff. And that's the usual. If I've got to go and do, um, uh, you know, house kind of stuff, dropping off uh, paperwork or signing or doing things like that for the county and these kind of things, it it can add a lot more um, uh, mileage. Anyway, so terrible storms these last few days. Uh, the other day we had two inches of rain in about uh, seven and a half hours, really flooding down. Uh, huge ra- uh, winds here, uh, hundred and ten miles an hour in um, Snoqualmie Falls Pass up here. That's a it's um, a lot of miles per hour for your winds. We were getting fifty and gusts of sixty down here on the coast. Uh, so it's a fierce storm heading inland, it's gonna really um, cause problems for all the people in the Midwest, if the um, cold comes down, you guys are gonna <coughs> just get dumped on huge, huge huge Pineapple Express and, it's, and we have not experienced anything this fierce uh, in these last five years we've lived here on the coast, almost six years now so um Uh, just incredible amount of, um, uh, rain and wind and stuff just coming down everywhere. Trees all over. I had to get out and clean up the debris off the driveway just to get the cars out this morning. And we had already had to change around schedules and stuff just because of the, um, uh, storms and what was going on. Anyway, so, uh... We're into this period of hyper-novelty. A lot of the Wu people are starting to recognize it. They're saying, you know, oh, look at all the stuff that's coming out. We're losing all these authorities. And so now understand that hyper-novelty is um, something that we've never experienced um, in our lives because we've been always living under the octopus of control uh, by the Elohim worship cult um, controlling the whole planet. And so there's always been this idea of, and I'm going to put it in quotes here, air quotes, authority. Okay. The author, uh, the creator of it, the author, that's what that means is creator. The artist, um, gives a uh, permission or gives, um, uh, you know, uh, um, validation. Okay, so that's what authority means. It is validation by the author or validation of the author's work, etc., right? But you can rely on it. And so what's happening now is that that reliability, that authority, is falling off to the side. And this makes people's minds, especially those people that are intensely schooled, okay? (laughs) So the more schooling you've gone through... The more higher degree, et cetera, et cetera, the more this is going to impact you. And it's going to impact you in ways that are so subtle, you you know, you may die before you recognize uh, the effects on you. Holy crud. Well, looks like the electrical line people are going to be out here. There's a bunch of them that have popped off this pole and are just dangling there. Anyway, one of the cross braces broke in the winds. Oh, there's a truck down the road anyway okay so um, anyway so uh, people that are PhDs and so on they are going to do things and then they're going to be very shocked about the response that they get okay so this is kind of like uh, Brett Weinstein. Okay. So Brett Weinstein has this, he comes to this conclusion. It takes him three fucking years to come to the conclusion that the who the COVID and all of this shit is a depopulation agenda for tyranny. All right. So it took him all this time to come to that conclusion and he gets on Tucker Carlson. Now, bear in mind, we were talking about this in, in January of 2020, you know, get your vitamins together, get your shit together. This is not uh legit, you know, don't take the fucking shots. Um, so, um, so as an academic, he had to have authority behind him. He can't, he doesn't have faith in his own conclusions, so to speak, unless it's something that he's been schooled to think about. And so it's that schooling part of this that's going to really fuck up all of these people with the hyper novelty. So Brett Weinstein gets on Tucker. He has this big interview. He makes a, uh, he has an, uh, uh odd and unfortunate for him choice of words which is that he was talking about how the um he calls it goliath okay the elohim worship cult it's this goliath that sits on the planet and it's not really a goliath it's not a giant it's lots and lots of little tiny small-minded psychopaths and they're sociopaths that support them there's a lot of the fuckers but it's not giant uh we don't have anything to fear from it this is not any uh you know and and Weinstein's uh, Jewish, and he's, I don't know, he's defaulting back to some kind of a biblical reference, right? The slaying of the giants. Now, look how ironic that is, that he's an evolutionary biologist and denies the existence of giants. He denies that there are all these other species uh, of humans, of hominids on this planet. He, he you know, he won't address it because of what it does to uh, his understanding, right? It removes authority from him when there are conflicts to the authority that he lives by. And he lives by this authority that he was taught in this school, that his mind was codified and rigidified and constrained by this method of thinking. And in the ordinary course of events in his life, it's been perfectly fine. And he's been up on a top dog level, um, you know, uh, gaining status and superiority and and all of this kind of shit. And then it all came crashing down in the cultural revolution here uh, in uh, Washington State. He gets thrown out of Evergreen, and now he's come to this conclusion over these years that all the other people that were deinstitutionalized, okay, all the, uh, the, the, what he calls, um, I think he called them like original, or uh, they were able to think, right? They're uh, um, self-referencing in their thinking, and they were all kicked out of the institutions. And he says, oh, well, that makes a, quote, dream team of people to Uh, fight the Goliath because all of these academics who are now deinstitutionalized will join up together even though they're they're mainly loners and he he admits this right that it's the loners the iconoclasts that uh, are really the free thinkers and he says that that these were kicked out of the institutions and these are all going to bind together into this group and it's going to be a dream team for fighting Goliath. And, he's, and he got tons of shit for it, tons of shit, right? And he does not even recognize the offense that he gave to everybody with his statement. Because, another tree down. Um, um, so because he's, he's making the assumption that, you know, he's still working within the academic framework. Oh, it's good that all these academics got, got kicked out because now they'll all band together and form some new kind of an academy and go after the Goliath. And he doesn't understand that this is the removal of authority. This is hyper novelty. We won't be doing those kind of things. And so it's just like has totally missed him, uh, his mind. He does not understand how he insulted everybody who's not an academic who's been fighting for this on this shit for all these years. So I found it very personally offensive. I don't take umbrage at it, but it is offensive because I've been fighting this shit since November 22nd, 1960 fucking three. And, and and he's gonna say that, oh, the dream team, and it's all these fucking academics. No, let us point out that none of those academics would have been deinstitutionalized had they gone their regular route and just simply been compliant, right? They were usually compliant. They were deep into academia. They were uh, codified, stratified, uh, accredited, et cetera, et cetera. And so they were like hyper normies. And he thinks the hypernormies are going to take on Goliath. No, Brett, I'm sorry, guy, you're just missing it totally. And then he gets on to, um, you know, how he, he sort of tried to engage and sort of tried to apologize to some of these people to clarify what he was meaning. And he still missed it. He still missed that we're not pissed about him saying a dream team that excludes us. We're pissed about him saying dream team which it does exclude us because we're not academics, but we're pissed that he fails to understand that academia is part of the problem. A lot of these fuckers that are on his dream team were quite happy to cooperate with the Elohim worship cult, the WEF, the Mother WEFers, and create the exact situation that we've got now. Bear in mind that it's academics that have done all this fucking shit to us, right? All the academics that are in positions of power that created and and uh, put the spike protein onto coronavirus and uh, and did all of this. All of these people using the, um, the the beating us about the head with the anvil of science were all fucking academics. And he just does not grasp this, right? So, um, <laughs> see, he, he's just not a pirate kind of guy. He, he just does not have, uh, in my opinion, he just does not have any faith in his own um, mental acuity outside of the level of training that he's got. And that's probably why it took him three fucking years to come to all of these conclusions. And and the conclusions missed the mark, okay? So hyper-novelty is gonna be really hard on Brett. It's gonna be worse on those people that are still um, trapped within academia because they still look to the institution as their authority. And all of these things stem from the Elohim worship cult, from us having been abused for thousands of fucking years. Depending on how we interpret some of this, well, we know for sure that the Jews have been abused for 2,000 solid years um, under the reign of Yahweh and his ilk, right? Lord Yahweh. And that's how they put it in the Bible. And that's how it is in the Torah. All right. It is not Yahweh, Lord God of all. It is Lord Yahweh or Colonel Yahweh. All right. So, 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 uh, it's a, it's a rank. <coughs> it's not a state of being. Anyway, um, so all these people that are, are academics will have no authority. So, if Brett comes and says some conclusion about some science thing, now I'll have to say. Well, Brett, you know, all of the institutions and all of the papers, all the peer-reviewed, peer-reviewed is fucked too, by the way, because you allow them, the stupidest person in the collective to decide whether or not your, your paper is valid. And it's like, fuck no. You know, it's valid or it's not. I don't need to have it reviewed by a bunch of dumb shits uh, to see. And also, by the way, just getting back to this real quick, um, We now know that all these academic institutions, especially all the gender studies and all of these fuckers, are so stupid that they publish bogus papers. That there's a group out there submitting, deliberately submitting papers that are 100% bogus. All you got to do is read them and you'll see how uh, wacky and stupid they are. And nobody ever does because they're accepted for publication just because they've got the right credentialism around them. Anyway, so so Brett and all of his ilk are going to be very, very, very upset by the lack of authority. And it's going to be kind of like, you know, uh, the sheriff shows up or the state patrol shows up at your house and you tell him, no, I'm not going to let you arrest me. You guys go away. Uh, You have no authority. Our governor is invalid. He was not elected. He was selected by George Soros. And I refuse to recognize any authority from you fuckers. And you can arrest me and I will do everything I can to uh, prevent you Um, And I'll take it up to the point where no one gets hurt, but I'll I'll resist. And then after I've resisted, I will do everything in my power to gain advantage over you within our corrupted legal system by all means necessary. And, And so you have no authority. You do not have the authority to make these demands of me or to insist on any of this stuff. I'm just not complying. And you know, so I'm a pain in the ass and I'm gonna be a real problem for you fuckers. Um, anyway, so we're seeing this all over, this uh, lack of authority is going to really hurt a lot of people in a lot of um, academically controlled uh, industries. So I've run into this uh, with my blood work, right? So I go in and I get tested every two months and I have, um, have the blood drawn, and so I can check for all these markers, right? Uh, no it's not because I have cancer, it is because I had cancer. And I'm, and I want to make sure that it's not coming back. Right. That I've got everything dialed in as best I can. And, and, uh, you know, so I, so, and also people live longer if they give blood anyway, though. So, uh, seven years longer on average, um, than the rest of your cohort. So, uh, people like, uh, so I go on into this, uh, phlebotomist and, uh, uh, area here in the Grace Harbor County at the hospital. And I was talking with uh, one of the nurses, and I was talking about all the people, just made a casual reference to all the people that have died and how one-third of all people that had the shots uh, have um, uh, uh, neuropathic uh, incidents, right? Or they develop a neuropathy, some kind of a neuro problem somewhere. And anyway, so the the nurse there said... Uh, well, damn, you know, uh, and he said it, he said it like this. He said, I sure hope that's not the case because I took two shots. And that's, that's what he said. Now, on those kind of people, I just won't press. I won't, I told him, I said, in my opinion, I, the very next thing I said was, in my opinion, you need to be taking uh, natokinase uh, to clear your vessels at a very bare minimum. And you should get online and look at these protocols for getting that shit out of you. And then I just let it drop, right? Because I'm not going to, I don't want to cause worry on this guy's mind. But he was, he's a normie, a deep normie, regular kind of normie family man kind of thing. And now he's questioning uh, his institution that he works for and the big pharma that they made him take the the shot uh, from. And uh, he is aware of the damage, he, and I didn't have to bring it up. I mean, he knew he had that attitude. He's worried about this shit. He knows that that there's something wrong, and so it's coming up to the point where he will soon acknowledge that openly and will uh, want to discuss it because he's a proactive kind of guy, and he'll want to do things to um, uh, try and remove this uh, material from his body. So he'll want to take action, but in order for him to take action, understand that he has to break that authority in his mind that said that that shot was safe and effective. And he works for that authority, so it's really rough on him. And we got a lot of nurses going through that. But he also had to acknowledge 21 nurses have died in our county, okay, because they took that fucking shot and they died in their sleep or they were driving along and they died, whatever, right? So 21 of them that that he's aware of have, have kicked the bucket. Uh, they've um, you know gone to their reward by um, way of the Elohim worship cult. They were murdered. And so he now has to contend with this. Well, now, wow, another tree down. Um, so uh, so I'm seeing it around me in the normies right the the breakdown of authority is starting on some of these normies it's terribly terribly hard because they work for the authority they accepted the shot they need to believe that it's not going to harm them because then they've got to start taking action and then they're going to sweat every single fucking day of the rest of their lives and that's the situation they're in now um brett weinstein's issue uh okay so so this guy with hyper novelty my my nurse fellow Uh, he's low enough and he's got enough of a focus of him just staying alive that he will start shifting his, uh, respect for authority from the, um, assholes that made him get the shot, uh, over to his own, um, uh, understanding of things and, and become, uh, start accepting more of his own conclusions, um, Uh, as authoritarian, so to speak, right? as valid against any other authority, and he'll stand up for it once he starts feeling better as a result of uh, taking supplements and so on. So next time I go in, I'm going to load the guy up. right? I'm just going to say, you can take it or not, I'll just leave it here. I don't give a shit. You throw it away, I don't care. Uh, But this shit will help you. Here's the protocol. Go look this up online. And here's some of the material. I'll give him natokinase. I'll give him some quercetin, which is the uh, anti-spike uh, zinc ionophore. I'll make sure he's got uh, balanced zinc with copper in it, uh, and a couple of other items relative to uh, getting rid of this shit. Right. Um, anyway, so now Brett Weinstein does not have this this problem. As far as we know, he didn't get the shot. Um, you know, and they were talking against it these whole this whole time, trying to puzzle it all, all out. He and his wife are both academics. So he didn't even have the benefit of having a, um, you know, uh, an iconoclast in the family to come on up and, and jog his thinking. So they had to work through it in this staid academic fashion of having authority behind each and every one of the steps in order that they might feel um, uh, that the steps are valid, that the conclusions are valid, each each point along the line. Whereas the Woo people, we've got, you know, we rely on intuitus, all right, knowledge that has no direct source. It doesn't have an authority on the other side of it, and it's just something you know. And so I knew I was not going to take that fucking shot, that they were trying to kill people with it. And now even Brett says 17 million, and my thinking is closer to 35 million, all right? Uh, and there's some places where they'll acknowledge 21 million dead. But as I say, I think it's closer to 35 million. And they're dropping like mad in India now uh, from this. Um, anyway, so uh, hyper-novelty is going to hit these people because it's going to pull the rug of authority out from underneath them. The state is no authority. The government and people use, uh, you know that Soros selects for you to vote for uh, to get into power. They're not authorities. They have no Uh, absolute sure certain knowledge and if you keep going back we're now going to remove the ultimate authority which is the Elohim. So we have the academia because the Jews needed organizations in order to control people and so they came up with this. So understand that the Elohim are organizational animals right? in ways that we cannot uh, conceive because these guys, these Elohim have been you know, they have incredibly long lives. So their, their organizational structures might persist for twenty or 30,000 years. And look at how inculcated and rigidified and constrained and so forth those will be at the end of that period of time. Um, good coffee. With the storms and stuff, it's difficult to sleep. Uh, you know, the house shaking from the winds, that kind of thing. Anyway, um, so our academics uh, lacking authority for anything? How are they going to exist? How will they function? Well, we know that the institutions won't function. Uh, uh, Already we're seeing signs that people are keeping their kids out of schools, right, that uh, a lot of people said to their their kids, no, I'm sorry, you know, you're 18 and you want to go to college, you've been accepted, but I'm not letting you go because those fuckers are going to make you take this death shot. And so I know kids that were rebelling against that, right? Terrible, terrible, sad situation too, of a um, woman who told her 18 year old son, no, you can't do this. And he, he got in his mind, oh, look, it's the shot that's preventing me from doing this. So he went and got a shot at a local pharmacy and he was dead three weeks later. Uh, you know, he's out of shape. He was, he's in terrible shape. I mean, he was, uh, you know, obese, although not morbidly so, but working at it and boy, boom, three weeks later, 21 days, he's dead. So anyway, so that, you know, that fixed it right there, guys. So anyway, um, the colleges are going to be uh, failing in any case. Now that they're kicking the students out in order to house the invaders, we'll be shooting the invaders in the college. I, I actually like this idea that we're rounding, that we're putting all of these guys and in, in, um, all these invaders in centralized locations. You know, it's just going to make uh, make it easier for us to come and get them, uh, which we're going to do so. Uh, and there won't be a, an authority of the state to tell you you can't. Right? So it's going to be just chaotic as fuck here as we go forward. Um, there is the small possibility that we could get a, a major uh, socio political upset that would derail the path that we're on um, within the hyperspace, but all the temporal markers are lining up supporting uh, the forecast that. Uh, My data made even as far back as 2008 or 2005 and throughout that entire period of time. uh, It saw the great invasion of Europe by the uh, migrants, the data set, and it said that in Europe it's going to all start in Sweden. That they're going to go, basically the Swedes will go to war with the migrants. There will be deaths on both sides, and the migrants, the invaders, will be ultimately slaughtered and driven back. They'll be driven literally walking. They're not going to put these guys on planes or give them cars or anything. These people will be walking to flee. This will be a little bit later in winter, but it'll still be winter conditions. Uh, They'll be walking out of Sweden. They'll have to fight their way through Norway. They'll have to fight their way down through Denmark, through Germany, and so on, because these guys are going to be pushed out no matter where they go there's going to be a war erupting in uh, Germany um, against the invaders. It's going to be chaotic as fuck. And it'll be this way for a number of years. And we're going to have that war here in the United States as well. Uh, In North America, rather. Let me just put it that way. Uh, But all this is... um, uh, All... all, um, Not stemming from... All participating in our period of hyper novelty where no authority will exist and that's gonna you know somebody pops up and says i'm from the who and i'm gonna say i'm armed get the fuck off my property um you know i don't accept the who as being any kind of authority or the u.n you know if you're on my my um soil and you're wearing a u.n uniform and you're carrying weapons and you have a um, blue helmet on and you think you're going to impose your uh order your um commands on us, well, you know, a lot of you fuckers are going to die. Uh, We're just not going to take it. We're not going to be compliant. We're not going to accept this. And we're hardened. And now we know that these fuckers are trying to kill us. This is all self-evident. And now the media is no longer even able to deny a lot of this. And um, we see the panic in the media. You know, they're so afraid of Donald Trump coming back. Well, yeah, because we're going to undo their world order. The new world order is getting its shit kicked out of it. And Michelle Obama, you know, Big Mike, uh, Edward Vaughn, Edward Robinson Vaughn, um, uh, has every reason to fear. You know, he's done lots and lots and lots of crimes. And so uh, all these people are, they're going to have an accounting. And, And to a certain extent, you know, it's a good time because... We will have that accounting. 2024 is going to be uh, one of the years of justice. Uh, it's going to take us a long time. So, it'll take maybe five or 10 years to work through all this shit. And in the meantime, of course, we're going to have a total lack of um, hierarchical authority. And so, it will seem chaotic and mob driven. And this is what really is freaking out the. Um, uh, the academics so like when the mobs came for brett weinstein he was apparently able to talk to some of the individuals and that's really a stupid way to approach a mob you just get the fuck out of the way and deal with it later when you're not at risk right when you're outnumbered that way you don't stop and try and talk to your enemies to talk them down and you're not going to be able to change those minds and he's an idiot anyway because he lived in that culture and he didn't see it developing around him you know, um, so his his ability to have um, you know accurate conclusions and and uh, far-reaching um, judgments um, uh, based on a combination of intuition and and factual uh, on-the-ground knowledge is somewhat limited, in my opinion, right? But he's a good normie uh, for me to use as a uh, linguistic uh, temporal marker because as his language changes, he re- is reflecting a leading edge, although it's not very leading, uh, of academic minds. And that's, um, that's what's going to be, uh, first at risk here as we go into hyper novelty. will be the undoing of all the academic minds and we'll see, um, you know, people will hold up, you know, various different journals and such as being, um, quote, authorities, it's like, fuck, there ain't no authority. These people have been lying to us for, you know, hundreds of years. Academia has no fucking credibility at all. Each and every individual study needs to be examined on all the particulars to decide where they fucked up because most of them are fucked up. So, um, hypernovelty is going to hit a lot of the institutional people really fucking hard. Okay, whether they're living and working in the institution in a minor role and having to believe in the authority of the uh, institution and its um, uh, reason for existence, or whether they're uh, deep into the academia and thinking that, you know, there is authority there. All of this shit's getting upended. Uh, It is upended now. It's just going to take us a long time before the normies experience this um, uh, unending, right? this upending. Now we've got, you know, a revolution going on in um, Ecuador. Again, it's a uh, turning over of authority. Uh, and it's it's going to proceed all the way through. And of course, in the middle of all of this, we've got, you know, uh, the Elohim coming back and all of the activity on the moon. There really does look like there's some kind of major war going on on the moon. Um, If you get out, I don't have, haven't had much opportunity for the last like seven days because of storms. But if you get out at night and you look at the moon and you've got a decent telescope even, uh, you know, it doesn't have to be a huge uh, 400 magnifier or anything. You can see activity on the moon uh, with like even the amount of magnification you get from your cell phone when you take photos. So, um, you know, I know people that have just snapped photos of the full moon and caught activity in the process just because of the happenstance of when they push the button to take the picture. And, and it's really increasing. So we're going to have this particular um, evolution or appearance or um, unfolding, a manifestation, an emergence of a non-authoritarian world. And we've never lived in that, right? None of us humans have ever lived in that world. I was born into a world where academia and authority and all of this stuff existed and has held sway all of my life, even though I knew, and at any given point, uh, I was aware that, well, this is horse shit. This is bullshit. This all lies. Um, you know, so why are these people going along with it? And and I could never understand the compliant mindset, Right. Uh, so I went to one one episode, one instance of um, Sunday school when I was a kid. You know, we were in Germany. Uh, there was some level of um, uh, benefit for uh, being a normal person attending all of these things. You know, you got to do the same thing as all the other people in your, your organization. And so there was some benefit for my parents. Uh, to like go to church and stuff. They never did. My father thought it was a bunch of horseshit anyway. And they took me to Sunday school when we were trying to do this, um, you know, blend in, so to speak, get accommodated in the new uh, base because we were going to be there for three years at least. And so we wanted to ease in. Anyway, so they took me to Sunday school. They thought that would be a good idea. I was really excited. I got all dressed up. I got to wear a suit, all of this kind of shit, right? I'm a little kid. Um, And I went on in there and I probably wasn't even five minutes, and I was fighting with the fucker that was telling me this shit, because he was trying to trying to get across the idea. And he just said, "No, you you can't think about it; you have to accept it." And that's when things went south. Anyway, so um, <laughs> so it didn't work out too well. So so uh, so one exposure to religion, that way active and so on. Ever since then, I've been investigating it because I thought, even as a kid, you know, ten years old, I thought, "Okay, this is really screwy." Why are these people believing this shit? You know, it's not factual. It's um, fairy tales. And so uh, anyway, so uh, under the circumstances, um, I'm going to do well in hypernovelty, You know, I am my own authority. My thoughts are are self-referentially secure that way. So I'm not particularly worried about it. But all kinds of people are going to come unglued because they won't have that authority and they just won't know what to do. Uh, Look at how often in your life now someone just simply complies and puts out a statement of they're doing something because of, and then they state an authority. You know, because government tells me so, blah, 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 right? (coughs) (coughs) So I expect this year will be the year of the great tax revolt. I expect that the the IRS is going to be in a world of hurt. Um, here, relative to all of this, uh, because of the situation of the authority breaking down and the uh, hatred for the uh, what the um, uh, Biden regime is doing for to America, to the U.S., um, and so it's just gonna it's gonna be a fun year. Uh, things are just gonna go crazy. This is hyper novelty. It's gonna be all these people acting out. And remember, there's about a third of the population now um, that was hardcore and said, no, I ain't taking your fucking shots. Get away from me. Okay, that third is already living in a hypernovel world where they don't have that authority of big pharma, government, et cetera, et cetera. And so uh, it's a good cadre. So I agree with Brett Weinstein that way, that we have a, a good, good group, right? We're not a team because a team uh, requires organization, structure, authority, someone in charge, right? We are a group. We are a self-organizing collective, which means there ain't no authority and nobody's voice has any more weight to it than anybody else's voice. Anyway, guys, take care. I'll do some more of these later. I got to get this shit done. Uh, At least that's not quite raining on me at the moment.